<laughs> it's four o'clock on a Monday. You know what that means, don't you? It's crazy time at Taxi. Woohoo! This week, starring special guest stars Mr. Martin Tishi and Mr. Chuck Henry. And of course, the Vienna Smart Orchestra, which is already smarter than your host. <laughs> Uh, thank you, Chuck. You're welcome. Finally, an instrument Chuck Henry can play. Good job, Chuck. <laughs> I've already mastered it. <laughs> you did. <laughs> anyway, uh, welcome to... I have to remember to look over there because the camera's in a different location today, and it's just plain weird. If you guys could see the studio today, uh, you wouldn't believe all the wires and cables and extra special stuff we've got set up. So, today, we are going to feature the Vienna Smart Orchestra, which... I barely know anything about other than conceptually what it does and just in the little bit and I mean literally like little bits that we've been playing with it prior to starting today's show I'm already pretty blown away so uh, I'm gonna have Martin explain what the purpose of it is you know let me say add one thing before we go which is a lot of our members don't bother to learn how to do orchestral stuff because there's a very steep learning curve involved in learning how to really use libraries well you know how to do all the articulations um how to do it to each instrument what each instrument would do in the context of an orchestra rather than just opening up new software and playing a triad and going oh those are beautiful sounding strings well yeah it's strings going with an endless bow so the smart orchestra has many purposes, but maybe the best is uh, kind of uh, a great tool to sketch out stuff, but just hearing it already, it's like better than sketching. So I'm gonna let Martin explain what it does in full. Chuck is our keyboardist today, and he's literally a virgin, other than having very few minutes to play around it. So uh, here we go, I guess. Guys, Martin, take yeah. it away. Thank you. You're welcome. Hi. Uh, well, um, yeah, the, the Smart Orchestra is a is an entire orchestra with uh, all the instruments laid out over the entire keyboard. So you can, for example, play the entire orchestra from the basses and the bass instruments to the highest registers, and everything is laid out on one keyboard. And so the difference to other libraries is that. Uh, you have a few options to arrange. We, we will go into that and we'll see what you can do with, with the different sections. But um, you can, for example, you can play the strings all together. You can play the woodwinds all together. You can play the brass all together. But um, if you would want to really arrange and go into composing and arranging for the first violins, the second violins, the violas, cello, basses, uh, then you would really use another library and, and really figure it out how what the, the singular instruments are playing. What the smart orchestra does is uh, that you don't need to figure out anything. You just <laughs> you just play and um, I wasn't kidding when I wrote it's the lazy man's <laughs> you know, I mean it really is amazing. It is a it, it is an um, it is software to to for quick sketching, for uh, for quick results and for live playing for example. Mm. Uh, if you're using it live on stage, that's a great thing. So um, I would imagine even for people who whose primary uh, genre isn't orchestral, but they're doing singer-songwriter stuff and they want to add some orchestra to it, they're not going to invest the time in the uh, in the deep learning curve of really learning how to use like the Vienna Symphonic Library. 
um, to its fullest extent, you know, that's a long-term project, and you've got to do mostly yeah. orchestral. If you, if you, for example, just want to add strings to a pop song, yeah, uh, or or you have a hybrid trailer and you want to throw in some brass chords, then that's a really quick thing to do it because everything is already set up. And what does it retail yeah. for? It's like ridiculous. Uh, it's two hundred dollars, and we have to talk about this later. But we have some offers here for tax oh, members cool. as well. All right, the offer is no. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the sounds are great from what I've heard in the past, what, 10 minutes I've been playing with it. And these are, the sounds actually come from the main Vienna Symphonic Library, right? Yes, they're all drawn from, from the libraries. From uh, and they're not libraries, like yeah. cheaper versions of No, no not of at all. Or, they're, wow. They're... Cool. All right, well, take it away, guys. I can sit here and, like, drink. Well, let's start. <laughs> <laughs> let's start with the, the orchestra and easiest thing, uh, the entire orchestra with short notes. Short notes? Cool right sound. on. All right. Or we can add mallets to the short notes. Oh, yeah, and there is percussion up here. <laughs> exactly. That's the great thing. Uh, so you have in the middle, um, there is the entire orchestra here. Uh, these two octaves, there's uh, percussion, like bass drum or snare drum rolls. And in the, in the lower octave, there are key switches so that, that you can switch between short notes and long notes, and you have several articulations for the long notes. Long, oh, that's long right that's here. Long, yeah. Right. So, um, with the long notes, since while you're at it, um, you have certain articulations at your disposal. These were the normal uh, articulations. Then there's something like marcato. Uh, we have a controller set up here so that you can can use uh, a fader to dial in more or less attack of these long notes. Try. Oh yeah. So instead of switching articulation with key switches, you could mm -hmm. also use a fader and play the shorter notes with more marcato and the longer, softer notes mm -hmm. without marcato. And you can, like I said, you can automate all that too. And of course, it's if you record that in your DAW, mm -hmm. then everything uh, you can automate everything. Um, so looking at, um, we don't have the screen to show you. We're trying to bring you the screen so that we could toggle between what the guys are seeing on the computer screen and what you're seeing with us. Uh, but basically, it's just a few pull-down menus. It looks like... It's very easy, yeah. <laughs> I, I said to, to Martin, I said, so if I got this, would it take me like a week to learn it? And he goes, no, probably like a half hour. <laughs> wow. So, All right. Fortissimo. Whoa. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the same pianissimo.
So that's a great thing. That's what the smart smart orchestra figures out for you. Mm -hmm. You don't have to think about how hard are the brass players uh, hitting it now it or the strings. It's just it gives you the tone mm -hmm. um, that the real players are playing at the pianissimo or is it using like AI or something to do? No, all these? <laughs> how how is it doing all these calculations? It's a now? pretty it's a pretty straightforward uh, layering of of um, velocities. I mean, it's intelligently it's, for you it's intelligently mapped, <laughs> but yeah. uh, there there is no real AI behind it. That would be cool though, <laughs> and weird. I say it's got AI, and it's really a good deal for two hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah, and even less so today for taxi members. We'll get to this. Okay. <laughs> and then yeah, tremolo. Uh, Okay, so now this is one way to play the long notes. Um, the harder you hit the key, the louder it gets. Exactly. But if you want to um, make nice phrasing and mm -hmm. articulate the longer notes, it shouldn't, you know, no orchestra is playing a note straight. So uh, what we can do is... Uh, I don't know, we've heard some musicians over the years that have hired that orchestra. <laughs> the 20-foot bow. So now um, we switched velocity crossfade on. And if you're using now one hand to play the chords and the other hand to use uh, the fader, it could be a mod wheel on your keyboard or any... It really does take a half an hour to learn. Pretty much. <laughs> if that. So that's that's pretty much it. What you can. Um, All right, let's go to dinner. <laughs> <laughs> but, but there is way more. There is way more. That's that's what you can do with. Just show uh, some of the sounds it. later. Uh, for example, now you play the entire orchestra. What you can do, of course, is then you that you can single out this, the sections. So let's do this again uh, for the strings. Again, you have short notes and long notes. And the long notes, again, with the, maybe with, with the velocity crossfade. Oops, without tremolo. <laughs> Or, for example, the same with the woodwinds. And the same with the brass. And 
the mallets, that's the additional layer, it's just this. Xylophone yeah. from Marimba. And let's go have a look at something else. There is a, um, a preset here. It's called Pad on Solo. And you can play uh, your accompaniment in the left hand. And the solo instrument, for example, the flute, in the right hand. You can get the strings more back to the. I forgot what it. The right left. Not such a. Uh, the strings. This is the orchestra now. You want the strings? Oh, I Only now it's strings only with flute. This is from that scene where Dwayne Johnson was wearing a ballerina tutu. <laughs> Did you? Uh, there was a movie. I can't remember, but the Tooth Fairy. The Tooth Fairy. That's right. You can also have the soft pad and solo like this here. Then maybe that's what you're looking for. I don't know. Yeah. Too far. Or do the same thing with pizzicatos in the left hand. Same thing with the, the staccato, uh, the pizzicatos, but the clarinet and, and the solo. Mm. This is crazy. Ah, it was bad. <laughs> that sucked. <laughs> oh, that was the software. <laughs> was me. You know what's amazing though with with the complexity of what the mapping must be like that there's no latency I'm watching Chuck's fingers what I mean yeah. literally that's able to make these decisions and it's it's very lean on CPU yeah so we are having like uh, 128 uh, latency here and it works on a Mac mini here and just so know, I've not done orchestral music in a long time so I'm a bit rusty but so actually you're the perfect guy to demo because you're good on a keyboard mm -hmm. but yeah I mean we want to demonstrate what this can do for regular people. And you, my friend. <laughs> I'm not about regular. <laughs> You're our model, Joe. <laughs> or let's try, uh, for example, we can, on the, let's do brass staccatos in the left hand and the trumpet in the right hand. Oh, so. Uh... Or do you want longer notes? Alright. Or what else? Uh, we have a horn as a solo instrument. Let's do 
Let's do the long. Oops. Oh, that's good. Did you key switch for me? I was trying to. He did. Back to long. So let's do um, the brass pad in the left hand and the horn in the right hand. That's that's the um, the preset with all the the splits, and then of course uh, since we have these solo instruments, you can also if you want to go into a little bit more arranging, arranging uh, we will try this uh, mm -hmm. later on. There is also the the actually solo violins are here as well. Someone just asked if we could, they could use some that, Yeah, that, it's not so like, it's uh, the violin, the first violins, you can play the first violins, for example, over the entire range as well. Oh, just... Just as a solo. Oh, okay, yeah, that's why I was like, that ain't going through. Let's try this. Uh, let's go back to... to the orchestra. Let's have the strings in the left hand and the, viol the first violins in the right hand. So, and uh, let's just uh, real quick have a look at uh, the percussion up here um, because it's, so you can play, you can play if you want, you can play the entire orchestra, for example, with short notes and staccatos and still use, or we can do that together <laughs> and, and, and use um, bass drum. Oh, that's cool. cool. <laughs> you guys should take that on the road. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> that was that's, the most fun we've ever had in thirty seconds on Taxi <laughs> TV, right there. Yeah. Any questions from from our viewers? Maybe. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. Well, lay lay the most relevant um, the on most us. Relevant. Oh, they're wondering what controller you use, you're using in the front there. Here? Mm -hmm. uh, this is a so-called Fader Fox. It's um, from a German DJ um, manufacturer, actually, DJ equipment manufacturer, and it's a very small footprint. <laughs> it's literally the size of, like, a, a small yeah, iPad. Yeah, it's, it's smaller it's than really, a small it's, iPad. They have a new, new model in the meantime, but this is really... Yeah, this is one thing. I didn't want to bring a large controller here on the road. 
Uh, but and of course, you can like, you use gotta, any controller on the keyboard or any or on an iPad or whatever. And and the interface, I keep looking. No, the camera's over there this week. <laughs> the interface that I'm seeing on the screen is literally like idiot proof. It's four pull down menus or four tab, you know, menus with tabs. Um, how many faders does it have? Uh, like eight. Well, faders there or? there are more faders here because you can also. Uh, um, control the attack or the release uh, or you can do a filter uh, legato blur expression so but depending on what your your arsenal is that's depending how on how, how far you want to go into it and, and edit more and if you have a, a section where you want to have less attack or a longer release because it, you want to really kind of let the notes ring out more yeah. then you can do that and you can assign faders to this and automate this as well so you can basically, you can play it like, <clears throat> pardon me people at, at, at Vienna um, Symphonic <laughs> Library, but you can play it like an idiot and you can make it more sophisticated when you want to. Exactly, yes. Okay. How long That's your new marketing <laughs> thing right there, by the way. That's your headline. You can play it like an idiot or use it like a pro. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> can I keep that? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I should mention Martin is the marketing department, so yeah, you can steal that. <laughs> Play it like an idiot this, or use it like a pro. Like brand new, like in the past couple of months or so? This came it? out last October, I think. Yeah. Right before yeah. the rally. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah, people were yeah. playing with it at the rally. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, Gretch, uh, Bebop, and a, a few other people asked... Um, uh, does it have its own interface, or do you need contact? No, it's it's. Can we hold this in the camera? <laughs> sure. This is a feat now. People want to know: Does it have its own interface, or can you use contact? Uh, so it has. It's, it's 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 its own player. You don't need contact. Uh, do we see this? Yeah. <laughs> uh, tilt it down a little. So it's it's. I have it in Cubase here. But it's, it's a straightforward interface. Uh, it's, the, um, it's called the Vienna Synchron Player. That's the, the sample player that um, Vienna Symphonic Library developed specifically for the new Synchron libraries. Um, Synchron being the studio where they were recorded, right? Synchron, Synchron being uh, the, the Synchron stage. That's the, the huge scoring stage that we acquired a couple of years ago and where we're doing film score recordings and, of course, also sample library recordings. We are going to do a taxi TV from there. That would we be amazing. Martin That's has, what has said we, yes. You, you have come to come up. to Vienna. I will. Um, man, I put up my little sunblocker things today, but apparently I missed a spot. Anyway, um, <laughs> Martin said that I could come over. Uh, you've got to see this room. The console has got to be like 25 feet wide. I don't even know how many inputs on that thing. Do you yeah, know? it's a 96. Uh, 96. Wow. One person asked, does it work with FL Studio? Does it work with any kind of DAW, like Pro Tools, Cubase? Yeah, of Logic, course, you can. Everything? Anything. Okay. It's, it's uh, AU VST, so you can use any DAW, Ableton, and Logic, and Pro Tools, and cool. Digital Performer, and whatever. Okay, next question, and I'll repeat it so they can hear it on mic. Um, would additional purchased VSL sampled libraries work in sync with the lower cost smart version? So the question was, would additional libraries purchased from VSL work in conjunction with the smart orchestra? Uh, yes, uh, everything works in conjunction with the smart orchestra, uh, as long as you put it in the, into the same room. So, for example, a lot of people know uh, the Vienna Special Editions. These were the entry-level products have been for 
quite a few years now. And um, you can, the special editions use a different player. Uh, it's the uh, pre-existing uh, Vienna Instruments player, as opposed to the Synchron player we are having here. Uh, and the Synchron player has the, has the uh, Synchron stage ambience built in with convolution reverb, but you can also use uh, the pre-existing libraries with, with convolution reverb from Synchron Stage Vienna, and then both uh, libraries are playing in the same room. And in the, the smart orchestra is actually uh, sound-wise very much compatible with, with the special edition because it's the same, uh, it's taken from the same pool of samples. The Smart Orchestra is not, um, does not consist of samples recorded at Synchron Stage. It consists of samples recording, recorded at uh, the so-called Silent Stage, um, which is not a scoring stage, but a studio we built purposely for recording uh, mm. orchestral samples wow. uh, close to Vienna. And uh, we recorded everything there, dead center stereo, and with, almost, with, with just a little bit of ambience. It's uh, 0.8 seconds. So that you can put the sounds anywhere, you add, just add additional reverb and can place it anywhere uh, you want. Uh, this is the concept of the the Vienna Instruments libraries, the so-called VI series. Mm -hmm. And the concept of the newer Synchron series is that these libraries were recorded at the scoring stage in place and with the ambience, like 1.8 seconds of of uh, decay ambient decay from from the scoring stage. So these are the two libraries, the, the rather dry VI series and the new Synchron series, but both work together uh, because either the, the instruments were re really recorded at the scoring stage or you take the dry samples and put the Synchron stage convolution reverb on it and the real <laughs> placement and then they're kind of playing in the same room. Man, wow. the engineers that build this stuff must have such tremendous uh, a sense of satisfaction when they get stuff like that to work and work well. That's 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 really awesome. Yeah. Yeah. How long did it take to? I guess the player. Or I mean, the, I mean the to, to, to to make the software itself. Well, years. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, the, the 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 older Vienna Instruments player and still the Vienna Instruments Pro player is still a very powerful tool. Uh, has been on the market since 2006 and the Synchron player was in development for a few years and came out probably two years ago mm -hmm. or so. So somebody so one, just asked one year ago. The, the question, which I think you may have answered already, they want to know, so which library does the Smart Orchestra come with? Uh, or which samples? Uh, well, everything you heard, it's, it's uh, strings, woodwinds, brass, percussion, uh, and we'll go into some effects. Some I, th I think they're asking, is it Synchron or the... No, it's, the, it's, the, the it's the original VI series samples from the silent stage with the rather dry environment, and there is a convolution reverb built into the Synchron player. Which makes it sound like it's on exactly. Synchron if you want it to yes. be in a bigger library room. And it's room. placed already, it's wow. distributed in, the, in okay. the stereo field. So recorded in the debtor room, but by flicking a switch figure to And speaking. what, what uh, the viewers can see here now, there is a mixer here, where you can uh, still um, 
access all the individual uh, sections. So you can, if you want the strings in, in the entire Sounds orchestra. Sounds like a recipe for disaster in a rookie's <laughs> hands because you know they could have like the, the timpani three feet from the mic with the strings way back there. Um, yeah, theoretically you can do this, but if, they didn't, if you want to just, if you play the entire orchestra and you say, well, the brass is a little bit too loud here, I want that softer, then you can do that in a mixer. Oh, okay. You just keep the strings and the woodwinds and the percussion where they are and just pull down the fader of the brass. So it's, it's, it's really easy. Wow. Hmm. It's cool. It is. Um, another question, please. Um, uh, hi, Martin. I have some uh, VSL instruments, and I know VSL has its own interface for the DAW. Um, a contact is so well known. Why did you decide to uh, create your own interface? Okay. Um, could you guys hear the? I don't know if they could hear the question because she's on the back. So I'll, I'll, why why did they create their own interface rather than using existing? We uh, the Vienna Symphonic Library has always been uh, very well known for the extreme depth of samples and the wide variety of articulations. And with with so many possibilities and articulations, you have to come up with ways to organize all this so that the user isn't overwhelmed by this huge choice and by the, the many possibilities. So um, we came up with, with, with our own software because then we have everything in-house and we can develop the software for our own samples and we record samples that can only be used with our own software because other samplers, software samplers at that time, we started with GigaSampler and EXS24 in, in Logic. Um, these were the first in 2003, early 2003 when we came out, it was for these two platforms, GigaSampler on PC and uh, EXS24 Logic. I haven't heard that Logic. word in a long time, GigaSampler. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's right, old. that's, that's a, that's another, uh, that's almost like a century ago. <laughs> it was, much. it was, yeah. So, um, yeah, since then we have everything in-house and we, we have full control over everything and that gives us, gives our users much more possibilities and ease of use when, when everything mm -hmm. uh, works together seamlessly. Okay, another question, please. Um. Oh, they, a lot of people were asking if we, they could hear like solo violin, solo cello. Okay, um, they aren't. That... They aren't in there. Okay. It's just the, the with the solo instruments. Meaning, if you play the pads here and the solo instruments here, these are the solo instruments that are available. Are viol as a first violin section, so the ensemble. It's not a solo violin. A solo flute, a solo oboe, a solo clarinet, a solo trumpet, and a solo horn. There is no solo uh, violin or solo cello in there. But uh, do they want to hear everything, you know, the other stuff that there is solo? Was that the nature of the question? I'm sure they would. Can you <laughs> play some of those? Okay, let's play the, the these instruments over the uh, solo, now over the entire range, the violins. I think uh, up here, it starts here, here. Oh, the solo? This is the low, yeah. Oh, that was, oh. You could use, for example, you can use the velocity crossfit again to oh to make it more to make it yeah.
Then there's the oboe. clarinet the trumpet the horn. As in flugelhorn? Right, French horn. Or French, French horn. French horn. Only the French would build a horn where the sound comes out the back. <laughs> <laughs> if, if we have any people from France watching today, please don't be offended. It is only... For the humor. Anyway. <laughs> okay, so these are the solo instruments that are included with the Smart Orchestra. It's Very nice. um, they sound good. The flute in particular sounds yeah. amazingly yeah. good. I, I, that may be the best sounding flute I've ever heard come out of software. It's, I mean, literally, say, I don't know if you guys can hear it there, but here you can hear the breath and, you know, the actual texture of the flute is really beautiful. Um, okay, next question, please. Um, in normal articulation, several tracks were needed to accomplish realism. With a smart orchestra, am I understanding that these steps are no longer necessary? Well, um, if, you, if you use several tracks for several articulations, uh, this is a, since we mentioned that this is a concept from the days of Gigas Sampler, uh, usually you don't, especially with Vienna Symphonic Library, you don't need uh, more tracks for, for more articulations. You can access all the articulations as if you, ha if you have hundreds in the Vienna, Vienna Instruments player or in the Synchron player, uh, you can still stay on one track and, and use key switches or other controllers to move uh, between articulations. Uh, with the synchron player, of course, there are less articulations available and it's very easy to use the key switches and stay on one track. Time for a commercial break. <laughs> <laughs> Subscribe. There we go. That, that was, was it. Yeah, that was the whole <laughs> damn commercial right there. <laughs> All right, next question, please. Um, how does this compare to other orchestral plugins like East-West? Um, I would say... This the Smart Orchestra is a rather unique um, plugin because it's in the way it presents the orchestra. Uh, the the other libraries from VSL, be it v VI series or Synchron series libraries, are maybe more comparable in their nature, like East West or Spitfire or the, or the the other uh, companies are doing. The Smart Orchestra there was a long time ago there was something something like symphobia which I had that. layered uh instruments that was a bit similar but yeah there are a lot of years passed and i think what, what needs to be reinforced and correct me if i'm wrong because i'm not expert on this but 
this is not intended to replace that other stuff. If you're primarily exactly. an orchestral composer, you'd probably be better off buying the Synchron Library or something and really learning how to use that. As we said at the top of the show, if you're playing in a live situation, if you're doing sketches, if you want to add a string quartet to a acoustic guitar singer-songwriter thing, or you want to add strings to whatever, this is a great tool for all that. If you're looking, you know, it, it's trying to... Uh, this is a Porsche. Synchron, uh, or one of the more robust libraries, is more like um, a Formula One racer. Um, this gets the job done for a lot of stuff, but then there's a, another level for pros that use, that really want to emulate a real orchestra um, because they're going to print on, on a feature film and they just came up with something. They don't want to go back to the stage and they don't want to bring in a hundred pieces again, blah, blah, blah. They could do that in a more sophisticated library. This The purpose of this is really for what most of you guys do. And that's why I want to get it on the show. This is the solution for somebody that not only doesn't want to spend a lot of money, but somebody that is looking for an easy way to get great sounding orchestral instruments on something in a hurry. Exactly. Yeah. You know, if you like sit there and record <laughs> the first violins and the second violins right. and the third violins, you just play, you know, it's... it's yeah, that's a 12-hour day working on articulations yeah. where mm -hmm. this really does it for Spits you. Spits it out right away. Yeah. Anyway, uh, one more question. Um, how do we open it in Vienna Pro Ensemble, or can you? Uh, Vienna Pro Ensemble. Okay, Vienna Ensemble Pro is the mixing host. Um, so it's you instantiate uh, the smart orchestra like you would any other plugin, Contact or Vienna Instruments or Omnisphere or whatever. It's just it's a normal plugin that you just call up. Very easy. So can we have Chuck lay down something on a grand piano and kind of build a track, just uh, do that part of the demo, and then we can go back and answer yeah, more sure. questions? I, I think that that will be revelatory in and of itself. Are you up for doing something? Yeah, I'll just play something, something? make up something simple off the fly. So the, add stuff. So Ooh. There, is a, there is a piano here. It's not part of the, make it softer maybe. A little softer. Okay, so that's the Steinway D from uh, Synchron Stage. That What's we the Yamaha sound like? The Yamaha, you want to try the Yamaha we'll try it. CFX? It's a little bit, not as bright, that might be better. You like the Yamaha? Well, I usually like Steinway, but, okay. but just this particular yeah, sound is a little bit less bright, I guess. Play the Yamaha again for a second. Really, I mean, it is a Yamaha, so it sounds like a Yamaha, but I had a Yamaha in my studio yeah. for years, and it's like, wow, that really sounds yeah. like it. This is a, I'm impressed. A semi weighted, right? Yeah. yeah yes. So that's good. <laughs> it's hard to play. Okay. Um, do you want to record uh, to a click, or do you are you freewheeling? Have, and... well, it might be if we're going to add stuff, might as well have a click. All right. Um, uh, what, like, uh, what do you want to play? 70, yeah. I guess, might something. 70? Yeah, quantized features. I'm not gonna mess up. Is that? Uh, I, yeah, I think that's what works. Yeah, I'll make it work. I'm gonna start something. That's seventy. You want 
bit faster? No, it's, it's maybe I'll just play it. Try it again. Again? Yeah. Gonna... Oh, that's something. You saw it 70? Yes. Okay. Oh, well, I'll just. Okay, I'll just. Let's well, make that's it fine. Try, that's fine. That's fine. try 84. Yeah, 84. I'll just play Sounds good to me. <laughs> okay. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Chuck Henry. <laughs> Might want to quantize that. <laughs> uh, let's see. chords that he played? I'll want to hear him again. I think I can remember. <laughs> Maybe up to here? Yeah, um, whatever. That's <laughs> 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 okay. <laughs> In other words, everything after that note sucked. sucked. <laughs> <laughs> you were doing so well until that point, Chuck. Where's my wire? Is so um, let's add some strings. Okay. So again, you could do um, got them. The where is the? Oh. You want to do this with the fader? No, I was just going to get the. Want to overpower? Okay, that, that okay. I guess will work. Yeah. Um. All right. I'll just try it. Oops. Let's see. Sorry, wrong track. Let's <laughs> go to the strings. All right, here we go. I'll do it again. I, th I thought I would do that twice. Okay, okay. I got it. Thank you. 
you said to stop there. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird because like, like it's, it's, it's hard, sometimes with the semi-weighted, they'll yeah. make come out loud and some of the I would, stuff. Yeah. For example, what we can do um, now is um, switch to to the uh, velocity crossfade version, mm -hmm. and uh, for example, draw in the f phrasing here mm -hmm. uh, afterwards. Or you can even actually you could uh, record in a second time now and and add add the phrasing here with with the velocity crossfader. Okay. Oh, I see with that. Move that E major over. I hit it too early. The last chord. It's gonna bug me the whole rest of the day. It's not moving. Oh up no! Uh, you mean with the piano? No, the strings I just played just, on the, the last E major chord. Okay. I just anticipated it too much. Oh, that was... Just the last chord. Yeah. Sorry, I'm perfectionist. Mm, <laughs> no worries. We got. 45 minutes, Chuck. You can perfect all you want. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, see, I hit it too early. Just over a little bit. Okay. I got excited. <laughs> that should be fine. Okay, let's... let's. All right. So, um, put one of them flutes on it. Those things have, yeah. Uh, flutes let's are amazing. gotta say, very happy with the lighting today. Okay, let, let's put a flute on this. Or how about we should do the solo part last and just put more like woodwinds Sorry? and let me do like the woodwinds and brass do, first do, and do okay. the solo. Let's, all right, all right. Then uh, let's go to the woodwinds. I don't think mallets are gonna work in this. <laughs> if we have right. time, you should do a little. Um, what, don't, say, don't say dramedy. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. What you're doing when you're messing around before, it was amazing how instantly good that sounded. Yeah. Okay, here's the, here's the woodwinds. I just um, gotta. All right, I'll make up something. Wait, where's it? Oh. Oh, let's see. All right. I'll do what I'm going to do.
It works. It, um, I, I, I wouldn't forward that. I wouldn't either. <laughs> <laughs> I've been waiting for an hour to do that. <laughs> um, oops. Brass. And we, let's go to the brass. So how do you know? Because he hit a couple notes on the woodwinds that sounded like they were out of their natural range, and it sounded a little yeah. synthy oh when God. it got up there. Uh, but he's learning it, you know, so he doesn't know, like, where the natural range of the instrument would be in the keyboard gets. So yeah, if, just... you, if you were kind of um, do the accompaniment, maybe stay, yeah. stay in the mid-range. Right. And... Because like the flutes might play that part of there when they got high, but then right. the, the, the bass yeah. clarinets are not yes. going to so they might be also up there as well on, the, on this. Exactly. Yeah. They're all together, so yeah. some parts aren't going to work up there, yeah. some parts are going to work down there. So you would, for example, play yeah. the account accompaniment here with the, the woodwinds and stay in the mid-range, mm -hmm. but then use the single flute to, yeah. to make these uh, additional lines. That makes sense. Okay, let's go to the brass. Uh, here we go. I'd say go back bar 19 I think I heard a rub <laughs> <laughs> okay and then uh, <laughs> when the conductor would turn around look at me like die where you sit you just push faders boy <laughs> <laughs> so and you want to add the solo flute on top I can give it or, a, an attempt okay Again, that stunk. I had something that didn't jive with the rest of it. Told you there was a rub. <laughs> do you want to use the the velocity crossfader yourself? Oh yeah, I guess I could do that. Okay. I keep forgetting that's there. All right. Does it work? Yeah. Okay.
screw him in. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, what else? You want to add something? Well, it's pretty it's full. I mean, pretty, I, that's what it is. Yeah. Sorry, almost too much stuff going on. But um, it's just like first take. So, sure. Uh, we could add something totally different to the second part where you where I said stop and yeah. <laughs> do that. make make another part here and it's dying for timpani right there <laughs> free it's dying for timpani yeah absolutely it's dying for power chords <laughs> yeah we could we could add tremolos uh, in this part here okay um Switch to another channel here. We bring up the strings, long notes, tremolos here, and you want to use the velocity crossfade fader That's again. Yeah. Um. So I let's go to the last bar here, last bar, and then we start with the tremolos. Sure, tremolo is really working that part. So, do, this is a rookie question just because I've never used anything like this personally. But does it adjust the speed of the tremolo depending on the no. tempo of the piece? Uh, no, it doesn't. It's, it's just the tremolo, but uh, the softer articulations are a little bit soft. I mean, I, mean, I would imagine there's got to be some sort of adjustment to make it work, right? The, it's. it's Fully recorded samples. So if you you record the entire section doing tremolos, right? So oh, there it there is, is what it is. Yeah, yeah. Got it. Okay, that makes sense. Right, it's not being synthesized. No, not at all. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bunch of humans with a microphone. Mm -hmm. I get it. Can we try the last part with instead of that? Okay. Using uh, like brass and woodwinds. Sure. If we hadn't like mixed two together at one time. Or can you? I thought I saw one of the videos you can have. I don't know what I'm saying. Do you do them separately or? We would have to do woodwinds okay, that's fine, and, and brass separately. But I mean, we can copy it to another track afterwards. So let's do woodwinds first. Here, starting again from, from this bar here. Let's do the woodwinds. And. You're doing velocity crossfade, uh, or do you want to uh, without? Yeah, you do it. Yeah, I'll, okay. I'm gonna try to use both hands on this. Thank you. 
All right. So yeah, let's do the brass uh, in a in a separate take. Yeah. Let's label this. Can you give a quick explanation of what velocity crossfade means? I've got people in the chat room. Oh, asking. okay. Of course. Uh, so um, when you want when you have samples and you want to make the instruments louder, it's not enough that you uh, crank up the volume because then uh, you still the, the instrument sounds differently if you play it very soft or very loud, mm -hmm. a trumpet or a flute like we heard or the strings. So uh, when samples are recorded, you record the pianissimo samples and the piano samples and the mezzo forte and the fortes and the fortissimos. Mm -hmm. And you have all these different velocities. That's what is called the velocity layers available. And you kind of stack them. And when you're moving the velocity crossfade, you're moving through these layers. So for example, if you're pressing a note, um, let, let's do it right now with the brass. Okay, this is not the brass here. So it makes it sound more natural because otherwise the it's, volume, it's basically like a ramp up to the volume rather than just a... Exactly, the, the, the problem is if, if you're just, if you're just, um, uh, ramping make purely it, make, with making volume. it louder that the sound doesn't change but when a human plays an instrument the louder you play the, the more the, the sound the changes attack in, the, in the lips or the bowing yeah. would be so what's happening is when you're playing a note uh, that means actually in the sampler all the different velocities are playing at the same time you just don't hear them mm. you're moving uh, through the parallel playing uh, velocity layers the more uh, you're opening up that fader it's kind of like the light changing as the Sun goes down if you're a photographer <laughs> I mean you know it, it's layers of light di exactly different yes. tone caused yes. by different yeah yeah so velocity wow. crossfade is a different concept than just volume okay Thanks. So, okay, let's add the brass here. Uh, just a sec. I'll try the, Smart what should we call it myself? The velocity. Brass. Okay. It's a clam. <laughs> I, think I forgot what <laughs> I forgot what chord I played. More like a barnacle. <laughs> <laughs> but we could use some low bass drums in the in the not timpani, but maybe the the bass drums in the in the second part. Sure, try it. Um, we've got half an hour. Go here. Yeah, I have something fun afterwards. We also show those hybrid sounds. Yeah, exactly. That's what we're gonna look at afterwards. So let's just finish this. Uh, let's go to to uh, no, it's here longer. It doesn't matter. There's rolls. Well, there may be too much. 
So we have bass drum, there's snare, there's piatti, and probably won't need that for this, or tom-toms, and tom-tom rolls, and piatti again, and maybe a triangle. <laughs> This thing, like when it goes to the second section, like. right? Okay, let's do this. You gotta do go back to the pizzicato strings for a second and give a mallet or something on top. Come on, <laughs> just one little piece of drama. It, it was so impressive that literally just instant dramedy cue. Okay, um, you don't even have to record it if you don't want, but let's, just let's not. Yeah, not a little well. bit. Yeah, it's not like we're using up tape. Using <laughs> up tape. Okay, well then let's go here. And go to orchestra mallet shorts. Tried? Wait a second. Mind blowing. <laughs> that, that's me, it's right on. <laughs> it is. And now the triangle. <laughs> wow. Uh, I mean, that's mind-blowing to me. That's fun. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you could literally call that up and do, like, a, you know, a collection of ten dramedy cues. Oh, just, instantly. Yeah. Uh, in literally instantly. It's like wherever mm -hmm. your imagination takes you, no more time, you know, figuring out all the layers and stuff. Just play it. Wow. Anyway, Mikey, like, Mikey likes mm -hmm. it. <laughs> Nine years of the camera being over there. It's taking a little getting used to. Um, all right, uh, you want to do some hybrid okay. stuff? Yeah. Uh, there are a lot of presets in here. For example, no, give it a try. That's called Shimmering Promise. Interesting. And uh, so all the sounds here are based on the organic orchestral recordings. Mm -hmm. But there is an entire, there is a mixer, mixer here with an entire effects section direct, directly built into the Syncron player. So you have all the plug, a lot of plugins uh, like compressors and EQ and um, saturation and, well, auto panning and a lot of stuff mm -hmm. it's already built in here so you have algorithmic reverb you have the convol convolution reverb that i mentioned so if you use all this and the the basic sounds that are already in there you can get an entire new world of sounds out of this with the effects uh presets sparkles and bliss for example <laughs> Thank you. 
mystery. Ooh. Or something like this. Needles in the sky. called Breathe and Wait. I don't know what's that. <laughs> Let's find out. No idea what that is. You gotta wait. Oh, you gotta wait. You gotta hold it and wait. Oh, oh crap. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> didn't do anything. I was holding my breath I was all excited for something. Gentle thoughts. That's gotta be like a... Or lead sounds like the hybrid flu bow. The what bow? The flu bow. Oh, that's, that's not polyphonic. Yeah, that's a lead sound. That's that would get returned by a taxi screener. They'd say, I don't understand. I can't tell if that's a flute or a violin <laughs> bowing <laughs> or an oboe. There we go. <clears throat> the little hero of Flubo. Is it still solo? Stuff? It's probably monophonic. Yeah, it is. We've got a portamento in it. Or soaring. Like this, did he pat? No. Polyphonic. It's polyphonic. Oh. Uh -huh. Or there is processed percussion already in there. So if you want to have the, the percussion that's in there that really punchy, yeah, then. with more punch cool yeah so Sounds that's great. an entire new world yeah <laughs> cool um, okay we've got 21 minutes left so do you have um, more questions uh, ready to go yeah I do um, so does it work on a shorter MIDI keyboard that's uh, a great question that's a, uh, of course it works I mean it's the more keys you have available the better for you because the orchestra really has a broad range of from the lowest to the highest uh, instruments, but uh, of course you can use a, um, a smaller keyboard and either shift the octaves while you're playing or uh, if you're recording, then just record the right. lower stuff and then later record the higher stuff. So, so if you were doing a live gig, you'd definitely want the bigger keyboard. In a live gig, you need yeah. a gig, you, you need um, a larger keyboard, yeah. And especially, keys. and 88 keys is perfect because on what you saw you on top of that, you have the percussion here, which you can leave out if you're just playing uh, strings, orchestra, or whatever. But uh, key switch, key switches on the in the lower octave come in really handy if you're playing live on stage. 
Okay, next question, please. Um, and then, uh, if you wanted to add other VSTs to the queue, everything would work okay? No conflicts? If you wanted to add other VSTs to the queue, would everything work okay or would there be a conflict? I don't think so because you, in your DAW you just add other yeah. tracks and even I understand add that. your <laughs> your contacts, omnispheres, keyscapes, ivories, whatever. So I don't see any problem here. Okay. Um, how large is it? Like how much space on your computer does it take? Uh, a it's, question. It's, Let me just because I don't know if they can hear very well. Uh, how much space does it take on your computer? It's around 14 gigabyte, I think. Let me check real quick in a smart orchestra. It's here on 15. my Mac Mini. It's 15.4 gigabytes. It's nothing. It's very lean, yeah. yeah. It's lean on, 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 on the hard drive and it's lean on the CPU. And you can install the library on an external drive, not sure. It doesn't have to be on the internal drive? It should be on an external drive. Okay, yeah. uh, sample libraries should always be on an external drive, not on the drive where the, uh, the operating system sits on. Makes sense. So technically, I could put this on my phone. <coughs> <laughs> um, does it work with Windows 8? Does it work yes. with Windows 8? Yes. yes. There you go. Um, and do you need the Vienna key to operate this yes, software? Yes, good question. Yes. Okay, so I the question, just in case you didn't hear Bria, was do you need the Vienna key to operate this? The Vienna key or any other USB E licensor from Steinbeck, for example, if you're running Cubase, then you already have one. Uh, it doesn't run on iLock, so uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's the Steinberg key, which is called E licensor, and you need this to to run any Vienna, instrument, Vienna Symphonic Library software. <laughs> Dan Weber asks, Michael, have you ever thought about working on the side for one of these companies? Yeah, in my spare time. <laughs> oh, there you are. Did in you my have spare so much time. Of <laughs> Right. <laughs> Did you notice when I said to Chuck I wanted to get this so I could screw around? For, for, uh, were we on camera or not? But I said I'd like to work like, you know, just an hour a day on this. Um, I have so much thing. like studio stuff laying around the house I've never hooked up before. And Chuck said, yeah, when are you going to do it? Good point. Okay. Um, is the piano included in no. the software? No, yeah. that wasn't another piano. That was the, the Yamaha CFX from Synchron Stage Vienna. Okay. That sounded so Yamaha. <laughs> I, it really, it, it was like mind-blowing to me how much, wow. Um, and to go with that, how much of the software you've played comes with the offer tonight? Everything what you heard the uh, is is included in the Vienna Smarter. With except for for the piano, we didn't play any other sound. So everything you heard um, comes with the Vienna Smart Orchestra, and the special offers. So actually, we're also giving away a copy. Oh, okay. So, I didn't even ask you formally. Yeah, I put, we, it, I put it we, in the we, email and we said, forgot you know, to I, talk about this before <laughs> that. But so surprise, we're giving away one copy of the Vienna Smart Orchestra. Great for our viewers today. Awesome. But in addition to that, we're offering everybody who's watching um, a special price of the Vienna Smart Orchestra. The the usual price is two hundred and Two hundred and one dollars exactly because okay. of the exchange rates. Uh, uh, but we're uh, we're offering this at one hundred and sixty-four dollars, just today and tomorrow for everybody who uh, goes to the Elio. Uh, actually, who calls Elio? That that's the best way. 
Ilio, uh, yeah, is, what's the phone the, number? Um, good question. I will. <laughs> Here. 818-445-7222. Um, no, that's... that's the <laughs> Wrong uh, number. <laughs> Here. I think, uh, I'll, oh, I'll no, look it up. I've, I've got Mark's personal number. I don't think we should give that up. I'll give that afterwards. Uh, <laughs> you look for yeah, uh, Just more. a second. Because it's very similar to my, to my phone number. <laughs> So, <laughs> Ilio software phone number. So, um, well, that was not so well prepared because we didn't talk about this before. Uh, I got it. 818-707-7222. That number again is 818-707-7222. And uh, I'm guessing those are California business hours. Yes. That's okay, so if they want to get this price, they need to call that number tomorrow because it'd be worthless to call it. Yeah. Well, they're probably yeah, right. gone. right, tomorrow. They, yes. So call tomorrow and just say, I watched the Taxi TV episode with Martin and Chuck, and I would like to get the special deal for 164 bucks. They will take care of you. That's easy. That's it. Wow. That's easy. Uh, thank you. I didn't even ask them to you know, do a special deal, so thank you, Martin. Um, all right, let's give one away. Uh, so here's what we're going to do is only people in America can play this game because we have to ship it to you. I'm kidding. <laughs> I just looked at me. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to get all those violins in a box. Uh, anyway, no, anybody anywhere in the world can play, and uh, I'm guessing that you'll give them a, a product code or a key or something to exactly, get them yes. in. We can. They, uh, if we don't ship anything, they would need, of course, like we mentioned, the Vienna key. Right. Or an e-licensor, but other than that, they just need to register. If they're not Vienna Symphonic Library customers already, just register at the VSL website and uh, send an email so to what, a taxi. Or well, yeah, I'll have them reach yeah. out to Bria and she yeah. can connect with you. Yeah. That way we don't have to, because otherwise you'll be getting emails you know, in the middle of the night. <laughs> I can't get my something to work. We don't want that to happen. Um, okay, so let's do plus ones. And everybody, <laughs> please just do one plus one. Don't do like 50 of them. That's just not fair. So starting uh, on the count of three, one, two, three. And Bria will run her finger up and down and pick one with her eyes shut. That guy did too. He's cheating. There it goes. Oh my God, it's like going to blow up. The computer's overheating. <laughs> my CPU's on fire. It's a lot faster over there, it sounds like for you. Okay, you're starting. Okay. Oh, that's right, you're on a little delay. And I'm on Wi Fi. All right. I've seen a few people doing it two and three times. I know, people cheat. Mm -hmm. How dare they? No. Oh, Sherry. Steve Dwerson. How do you spell his last name? D U E R S O N. Steve Dwerson. Yay, you are today's big winner. Dwerson. Dwerson. Steve D. <laughs> you won. Congratulations. I gotta say, I'm a little jealous. Um, <laughs> All right, so great. So email 
Taxi TV at taxi.com. That's taxi TV at taxi.com. Uh, Bria will take care of you. She will coordinate with Martin and get you whatever you need to enjoy this pretty incredible product, I've got to say. Um, we've still got 11 minutes left to go. What shall we do? We more could questions? Just, we could do more questions or we could just go eat dinner early. But, um, <laughs> how much does the key cost? Ann House wants to know. Um, something like... $29 or so. It's cheap. Man. Let's go to the Ilio website and have a look. By the way, last year, Ilio, which is the... Yeah, uh, 29 29 bucks for the key. Ilio um, is a distributor uh, for the VSL products. Um, and they were at the rally about 10 years ago, I think. And then they came back this year and... Martin and I had dinner not that long ago, and he was telling me that they just did great, that they loved being at the road rally, and that uh, um, he did two classes at the road rally. He did kind of like a, a beginner's uh, orchestral class and an advanced mm -hmm. one, um, and he was surprised by the fact that so many advanced people showed up for the beginner's one, and so <laughs> many beginners showed up for the advanced one. But the classes were a huge hit, and the products were a huge hit. And Ilio said it was like their best convention that they've ever been to, as far as you know, customer engagement and stuff. So um, we're really happy, and they're coming back next year. They're, the the products they represent um, are really great products. Some of the best brands out there. And, you mean this year? Uh, what? They're coming this, this year. year. Yeah, they're coming. Right. It's already well, that's right. this year. Yes, that's right. It's 2019. So, yes, uh, they will be at the Road Rally coming up November. I'm not even sure what the dates are. The 7th through the 10th. The 7th through right, the 10th. November 7th. Yeah. We moved it later because otherwise it would have bumped into Halloween. And we know that people every year say, oh, I hope it's not going to bump into Halloween. So It did uh, this year, last year. Uh, it was like one day. Um, oh, I see. Okay, because the Halloween is on the 30th. Yeah, so that yeah. would have Anyway, um, yeah, and yours truly is already, believe it or not, working on the road rally. Normally, I wait until about July to start. May, I give it kind of a soft launch. July, I really start hunkering down. This year, I've already done about 15% of my road rally work already, and it's only February. Wow. So it's going to be bigger and better than ever, <laughs> I promise. Um, okay, more questions, please. Um, Mark Alexander asks, um, Martin, any chance you're, uh, you would replace the Vienna key with a cloud-based system? Not in the near future. The question was, are there any airplanes or helicopters flying over? Yes. Yes. Um, yeah, you want to know if they're going to replace the Vienna key with a cloud-based system anytime soon? And Martin said, eventually, but not anytime soon. I didn't say eventually. Oh, you said I, not I anytime said soon. Not anytime soon, and yeah. we don't know what's going to happen in the far right. future. Because when you have clouds, you have rain. Um, Does it come with uh, live text support? Uh, if you call Ilio, yes. If you purchase at Ilio and call them, yes. Um, are the reverbs hard-coded? You mean baked into the samples or hard-coded? I mean, there are two reverbs <laughs> in the... In the, in the <laughs> sorry, Brianna, I can't... <laughs> I'm asking you. <laughs> Uh, well, uh, there are two reverbs in the synchron player, the, the convolution reverb with impulse responses from uh, synchron stage Vienna and an algorithmic reverb that you can add, which 
engineers usually do usually do you use the, the ambience of the recorded ambience of the scoring stage and then add algorithmic an algorithmic tail on top of that which you can control which you can you? totally control of course yeah. i think that i think in, that was the in length question. in yeah maybe yeah you can control everything that the dampening that the length um the pre-delay so you can con totally control uh the algorithmic reverb and you can you have a wet dry uh, fader for the convolution reverb, so you can add more or less space. Here's how Sorry. old I am. Back when I was still sitting behind a console, if we wanted to control the reverb in our live chambers in my studio in Fort Lauderdale, we literally had like a Bose monitor in the bottom. We had two rooms side by side that were the dimensions of elevator shafts as far as the, the width and everything. And I believe that they were 19 feet high on the top and they were done in uh, smooth Italian plaster. So very reflective, very rich sounding. And we had a Bose speaker and I want to say a KM84 microphone that was on string or twine and we with a pulley in the ceiling and we would raise and lower the microphone and if you want to shorten the decay time you'd throw moving blankets on the floor and then if you want to create cross decay we had doors sealed doors that you could open up between the two rooms wow. <laughs> and now it's just like eh, eh, done, yeah, done. <laughs> it would take us an hour to like shorten the decay time Oh, you kids today have it so easy. <laughs> All right, another question, please. Um, someone asked if it works on Windows 7. Yes. It works on Windows 7. Yay! 7, 8, and 10. Um, and uh, someone is curious, can you talk for a second about Vienna Ensemble Pro 7 upgrade? Oh, interesting. Vienna because Ensemble, we'll say Pro, that Pro, Vienna Ensemble Pro 7 upgrades, because that just was announced today. So... Um, this, this is another exciting thing um, that uh, Vienna Ensemble Pro is our mixing host that where you can connect uh, several Macs and PCs uh, to form a network of computers. If you have an older Mac or an older PC and you want to use it for your samples, then you can just use it as a slave computer and use the software of Vienna Ensemble Pro to, to connect the computers with a simple Ethernet cable. You don't need MIDI and audio uh, interfaces. It's just all on mm. on Ethernet, and and that's that's a very useful piece of software that literally tens of thousands of studios and musicians are using to as a central hub in in their studio. And uh, we announced Vienna Ensemble Pro Seven uh, today, and there some of the Vienna Suite uh, Pro plugins are directly integrated into the into the mixing surface. Uh, you can pay Vienna, uh, purchase Vienna Ensemble Pro 7 separate with separate licenses. Up to now it was a bundle of three licenses. And most of all, um, not really similar, but, but very interesting, very interesting piece of library comes with it, the Epic Orchestra 2.0. So, um, it just came out today, so we we can't digress here and, and show this today. But uh, the Epic Orchestra 2.0 is a is a great, uh, also kind of an entry level product that would cost you, uh, I don't know, like one hundred twenty dollars or so. Um, but uh, it's included with Vienna Ensemble Pro, so you more or less get it for free, and you can download it starting today. Just a few hours ago, it was made available, and you can download if you pre-order Vienna Ensemble Pro, you can download the Epic Orchestra 2.0. It sounds 
like one of them is for power users, very sophisticated stuff. Um, and then, but yet you're giving away the, what is it that you're giving away uh, as the free download? The again? Epic Orchestra 2.0. Okay, e so. Epic Orchestra is, is a library uh, with um, the lar the, it started like the original um, Epic Orchestra was included, was always included with Vienna Sound Pro. And it was all the larger sections, the epic horns, ah, okay. the fanfare trumpets, the appassionata strings, which are the largest sections. Um, so it was it it was a gave you a good overview and a great starting point to work with. It wasn't a particularly deep sampled library, mm -hmm. but it gave you um, gave you uh, great samples, the large ensembles to work with. And with Epic Orchestra 2.0, it's now ten times the amount of data. Uh, it's, wow. We've updated massively updated the Epic Orchestra, and now you have all the, the newer synchron parts, the highlights of the newer synchron libraries like synchron strings, synchron effect strings, uh, synchron drums, power, um, uh, synchron power drums, synchron percussion, the synchronized appassionata strings, and etc. etc. So you have all this in the Epic Orchestra as well. Is there and, a harp that I can hear? Uh, not from uh, not, not from from uh, Epic Orchestra or Smart Orchestra. Okay, um, I, I'm dying sometime to get to play me a harp done on the synchron stage. Well, I could do it. How many minutes do we have? Not much. Um, two. Yeah, we'll do it privately sometime. I'm just curious because okay. one of my daughters took harp lessons for a couple of years. And I yeah I uh, don't I, worry about it. Though. I can I could do that uh, with Vienna <laughs> Instruments if I have it on my hard drive. <laughs> but let's see. Um, so um, strings. Let's go to here. Strings. Harp one. My daughter that you've never met, Mary, Mary and Laird goes, which daughter, Michael? Not Hannah. Uh, oh, that's good. So, that's a harp. And then let's... Right here. Let's add some reverb to this. That means that's, that's. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Harp. <laughs> um, do less less reverb. Less reverb. Less reverb. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let's go, let's use. Only because my context is hearing the harp in our living room all the time, so. <laughs> ah, I see. Okay. Well, uh, we could put it either. Let's try it in a chamber music hall with less reverb. Give it a try again. Okay. Okay. There is a second harp in here. Ah. For example, let's let's see how that sounds. No. 
came time for um, at one point, you know, when your kid starts playing an instrument and the teacher says, I think it's time that you should buy one. <laughs> when I looked at the price of harps, like, not in your lifetime. I said to my daughter, your harp lessons are over. <laughs> no, actually, she didn't want to play anymore. But uh, it's a beautiful instrument. I just love harps. But it is, it, they're insanely expensive for a good mm. harp. Wow. Anyway, all right, we are out of time. Um, guys, I, I really can't thank you enough. Martin did such a, if you could see how much setup was involved. Um, and, and Chuck, what a good sport to, you know, just like, yeah, sure, you can borrow my hands. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry if I sucked. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was fun. Thank no, you, it, It's just, I, I think it's a mind-blowing product. It really does solve a problem for a lot of our members that don't want to um, endure the steep learning curve of somebody who, is doing primarily high-end orchestral stuff, but want the... And it sounds the, very good. Dude. Yeah, the, the quick end result of sounding good, being very playable, and yeah, um, not a whole lot of money. So really cool. Mikey likes it. Uh, it gets uh, five out of five Mikeys. <laughs> <laughs> That's where we're going to start our own grading system. Um, you know what? I have I have somebody in mind for next week's show, but I haven't confirmed it yet. So I'm not going to tell you what I think next week's show is. But we will be here for another exciting episode of Taxi TV Live. Woohoo! Oh, the phone number again. I want to give you the phone number again for. Um, uh, oh, for Ilya, the phone number again, even though it's in the description, is 818-707-7222. See you next week, ladies and gents. Bye.